I'm AJ Bianco, host of Reflect Ed, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to Fresh Air at 5, the podcast. I'm your host, Brian Carpenter. Fresh Air at 5 is my regular attempt to exercise by walking about my neighborhood to take in podcast content, then reflect in an unedited video, which I finally post to my Twitter channel. This podcast will be a regular collection of the audio from these selfie videos. You can follow me on Twitter at Fresh Air at 5 or check out my website, BrianCarpenter.com, for other content I have created and collected. Hey, PLN, it is July 3, 2021, and I'm out here in Manning Park up on the Heather Brother Hope Pass Trail. Behind me, we got Lucas. Say hey, Lucas, all the people. Hello, people. Hello, peoples. Yes, so this is our second day of our backpacking trip. We're doing a 37 kilometer here in the Cascade Mountains and uh, enjoying it. Our first night was after 13 kilometers at Kicking Horse and uh, it's absolutely spectacular, completely. I'm gonna put a view, uh, a picture at the end of this so that you guys can see the, uh, the range and the mountains that we saw here. Um, we've climbed some of them in the past. I actually snowshoed them, so I'll point those out. All right, thanks so much. Oh, snowshoeing, we did snowshoe, we snowshoed Windy Joe on uh, March 13th, and we did Mount Kelly before that in June, January. All right, talk to you, bye. Hey, PLN, it is July 4th. Happy July 4th to all my American friends out there and uh, hope you're enjoying your holiday. Um, we are three days out from Canada Day that we celebrated on July 1st and uh, our th are on our third day into our backpacking trip, which is our out day. So we're up here in Manning Park, and like I said yesterday, and uh, we're on the Heather, um, Heather Crest, or the Heather Trail, as well as the Nickaman Ridge Trail coming down into the Hope Pass Trail today. So we had a good trip. Um, last night's sleep was a little rough because my air mattress didn't have enough air in it, but uh, my daughter is doing really well with her friend. They're both 14. This is their first outing, and uh, we're having a great time enjoying the forest. Take a look at this beautiful place. Beautiful trees and the forest. We had views, so stay tuned. I'll post a link to the video that I make for our whole trip that you can watch on YouTube, so stay tuned for that. That'll be later this week because I have to work through a lot of pictures and videos. All right, hope your day is well, and uh, I'm enjoying this time to relax and just calm my mind from the busyness of last week because it was pretty full at the even at the end of last week with the heat wave and all those things. Happy day. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.
Hey PLN, Tuesday, July 6, 2021, out here for Fresh Air at 5, and I just took in episode 66 of the Sons of Technology podcast. Fantastic listen, because Kyle and Joe had guest on Tyler Keefe and son, uh, his son Zane to talk about streaming and gaming in education. And I listened to this and I'm like, wow, that's really awesome. Now, this is about a difference between the generation we have now and my generation and older generations that had different perspectives on video games. And I grew up in my home when I was 13 years old. I got my first computer, which was a Commodore 64 and it was the I adore my 64 my Commodore 64 and I had my Commodore 64 and a cassette drive for a couple of years before I got the five and a quarter inch disc drive and so my experience with the early days of gaming was only through an Atari controller with the one orange button and the joystick and um, playing you know like summer games on the Commodore 64 and I remember going to college with my Commodore 64 and we would sit in a dorm room eight guys two Commodore 64s and we play summer games one and two and that was our collaborative work that we did playing video games we would stream it live in the room right we'd have two computers going on guys watching like kids do today but not from a distance but physically in the same room Zane I want to say thank you for your perspective and sharing about how and why you do the work that you do Tyler you got a great kid from what I hear and uh, it's fantastic to watch and see this younger generation create and stream I don't completely understand it to me the whole streaming and watching someone play a video game and figuring out how to get past things because you're watching them is kind of like cheating but then there's the skill of having to figure out how to run the controller to do that engaging conversation gentlemen fantastic and keep up the good work that you're doing bringing it to us bye one more thing for july 6 2021 reflecting still on the conversation that young zane had with his dad tyler keefe and joe marquez and kyle anderson on sons of technology episode 66 and shout out to reed as well kyle's son um I wanted to say that uh, my understanding of the whole gaming culture is pretty pretty shallow. Um, I've got a gamer in my house. My son is uh, enjoys his video games. He enjoys playing Rocket League and uh, some form of Call of Duty on his computer, and he has a pretty fancy rig. He actually uh, just graduated from grade 12 and uh, has taken some of his earnings from his job and bought a brand new gaming box that just showed up um, yesterday for us. And so it's a Windows machine. It's got super fancy lights in it and, you know, graphics card that just blows his mind. Mine too, from what I just saw yesterday. And, you know, it's, an, it's, it's a culture that I don't understand. I enjoy computers, but I am not all about having, you know, the, the fanciest machine. I want my computer to be able to do something, and his computer can do things. It can uh, stream, it can um, 
play games really well and run high FPS and all these things. And I listen to him talk and I go, what are you talking about? I don't understand. My thoughts are, what have you made lately? And so, you know, he's made connections with his friends. He's in, he just finished grade 12 and all through grade 11 and 12, he bought himself a gaming laptop um, one year for, well, he actually got it for him for Christmas one year so that he could connect with his friends and play these games and also have a computer that he could use school with. Um, so he did that. He did his electrical apprenticeship and uh, he enjoys playing his video games and connecting with his friends. My daughter's younger. My youngest, she's a reader. She is not as, as keen about the gaming on the Switch as uh, my older daughter, who's 14. Um, but she enjoys playing on the Switch. She plays Animal Crossing and all those kinds of things. So yes, it's about being different and being okay with different and balance and moderation. Thanks, guys. Another one more thing for July 6, 2021, that balance and moderation that's needed for kids and ourselves even as adults we know this so very much we spend all our days as uh, online teachers and adults in front of a computer screen that we need to come home and we need to get some balance and do something else this right here is me on my screen right now while I'm walking for only a few minutes out of my one hour walk I walk and I listen and I learn and I enjoy nature and I watch the sunrise and I hear the birds chirp and it's about balance and moderation for me content creation is a big thing for me how do I make content this is one of those ways that I make content by recording videos um, that I put on the Twitter daily and then spin up into a podcast something that I enjoy doing I'm also currently Currently working on a video from our recent backpacking trip that if you've listened to me yesterday and on uh, the weekend on Sunday um, I posted a couple from the trail videos about me uh, walking and thinking about um, just sharing my experience with uh, my community and it's about community and collaboration and being around and with those that you are connected with um, next week on Friday the 16th there's a bc podcasters from the lower mainland some of us that are around like mr kv and uh tim stevenson astro stevenson and uh tom Shermer, i believe i said his name right are getting together for lunch and some others to uh, just hang out and have some time that we can meet with each other and hang out so it's going to be fantastic looking forward to that so this whole community part of esports and streaming and and gaming and education is so important. Kids are going to do that if we don't support that in schools. They're going to do that on their own. So we might as well find out what their jam is and put that on some bread in the classroom to make some connections. All right, that's all I got to say about this. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye-bye. One last thing for July 6, 2021. This past weekend, my wife and daughter, who's 14, and her friend, who's 14, and his mom and dad, um, we went on a trip, a backpacking trip, and we took our two youngest, our two kids, not youngest, but our two kids with us on this backpacking trip. Now, for those of you that don't backpack or know about that, it's where you put your tent, your cooking equipment, your clothes, your sleeping bag, all of it into a backpack that you carry on your back. And my buddy did a rough calculation and we were running about a hundred and probably 90 pounds of gear that we put on our backs so that we could go out into the forest and we could walk. It was fantastic where we went. We went to Manning Park, which is a couple hours that way from where I am right now 
and uh, did a, a one-way trip. So we had two vehicles and we walked 45 kilometers, which comes out to about 30 miles uh, from one point to another and had two nights in the forest at two different campsites and it was just absolutely beautiful. I will share a video with you that I make uh, once it's up on YouTube so you can go and take a listen and see the beautiful country that I got to spend the past weekend in. So that was July 2nd of 4th that we did that and uh, yeah so get outside get some fresh air for yourself do something for yourself today that you need to do so that you can have a peaceful and calm mind all right enjoying my summer so far talk to you soon bye-bye Good morning, PLN. It is Wednesday, July 7th, 2021. I'm out here for fresh air at five this morning and I ran into an interesting situation this morning. My son gets up and goes, I think I'm too tired, dad, to go to work. I thought to myself, what, uh, what's the reason for that? And well, he got himself a new gaming computer and has been setting that up over the past couple days and he downloaded a game and he wanted to try out this game. I told him, well, you need to go to work. You need to tell your boss that you're too tired to be here, so um, you need to deal with him. He goes, well, I can't do that. And I said, exactly. So get going to work and start thinking about going to bed earlier so that as you go through, you're developing those skills of managing your behavior. So... Um, yeah, so that was what I ran into this morning right away as I got up because, uh, you know, even if our students and kids are graduating from high school like mine just did, it's really important that, uh, you know, we help and continue to work with them on their social understanding and emotional understanding of how they get by. All right, that leads right into episode, and I don't know the number, um, of Tom Shimmer's podcast series uh, called the Tom Shimmer Podcast, uh, I believe. And he had a discussion, a roundtable discussion with three uh, really competent educators that have been in the field for a long time working in the area of social and emotional learning. And Tom, I like the way you talk about it right at the outset, that social emotional learning is about learning to be social and emotionally competent to get through. Um, I like how the discussion that you had with John Hannigan and Jessica Hannigan, doctors, both of them, and Trey Gamgee, how you um, talked about the whole child and the whole being involved in understanding how we function, how we feel. And I'm going to continue this in the next segment. One moment. One more thing for July 7, 2021. Continuing on the discussion about social emotional learning in education and the roundtable that Tom Shimmer had with Trey Gamgee and Dr. Jessica and Dr. John Hannigan, uh, both of them, and uh, how, you know, we need to look at the whole child. I think it's really important that we as adults model SEL behavior. I think we need to have, not it perfect, but we need to be aware of what makes us tick so that as we figure out how and who we are, that we can be, have a bigger and better impact, an authentic impact 
on our students. Going back to what my son said this morning about being tired, too tired to go to work. I've related to that. I've stayed up doing things that I've wanted to do. I've stayed up tying flies way too long. Stayed up watching TV way too long. But my job is to go to work and to be a teacher for the students that I have made a commitment to. And not just because I'm tired, do I stay home. If I'm sick, that's different. But tired, that's a problem that we have a behavioral solution for. And we need to figure out how to manage that so that we can get through. Thank you, Dr. Jessica Hannigan, Dr. John Hannigan, Trey Gamgee, and Tom Shimmer for your thoughts about SEL and completeness as we weave this into our everyday curriculum. Like you said, there's so many things that we do already that are already SEL that we just need to acknowledge that as well as add some more so that we have a team approach to how we deal with SEL in our schools. Appreciate, have a great day, bye-bye. Hey PLN, Thursday, July 8th, 2021. Out for fresh air at five this morning. We've got overcast skies and it's not cold, but it's not warm either. So it's a nice reprieve from the heat wave of last week. Um, episode 27 of Fresh Air at Five will be called Heat Wave, where I talk about the heat wave and all the happenings that were going on with that last week. All right, this morning as I'm out for fresh air at five, I listened to episode 89 of Got Tech, the podcast where Eric uh, Geis and Nick Johnson bring to us four project ideas for you to consider as teachers over the summer to build and develop content in your classrooms. It's not specific drill down to specific lessons, but bigger picture ideas that you can use to incorporate content creation with students having doing that or yourself so that you can have a product that you can use throughout the year. Take a listen to their episode. Curious to hear their ideas around augmented reality and how we can use um, a, an app called 3D Bear that allows kind of a museum idea to happen so students can look at an object that's not really there. Um, another idea was gift creation and how gift creation is something that students see on a regular basis, but maybe they don't know how to do those kinds of things um, that could be related to content in your teaching space. Okay, so there's that. And then Eric brought to us um, the idea of an unboxing video, creating an unboxing video experience for some kind of content in your class and ten space that uh, they could describe and share their experience with that, as well as the phrase game. So the phrase game being like a game show kind of idea, synchronous or not for review purposes. And uh, there's a whole lot more than I'm, what I'm saying here. So we'll take a look at, listen to their episode. Eric and Nick, big fan. Have a fantastic day, guys. Happy summer. Bye-bye. One more thing for July 8th, 2021, as I'm wrapping up Fresh Art 5 and coming around the corner towards home, I listened to 
episode 55 of the Ignite EdTech podcast with Craig Camping. Craig, thank you for bringing us another power-packed episode, including the Desmos calculator that we can use online. I'm going to start thinking about using that with my students so that the calculators are not an issue in my online course. Um, there's reasons for not doing that, but uh, some of the reasons for doing that are accessibility for the students. They always have a calculator at hand that they can use. Okay, so moving along, you talked with uh, uh, Mr. Habata, and uh, I got his name wrong, but it's in the show notes, and he talked about his experience as an international school teacher and moving around the world and being an international school um, teacher and administrator type uh, over the past 20 years, and thanks for bringing that perspective. Something that I have not thought about doing at all. I like living where I am right now and being in my community here, but good that there are teachers and people that like to move around and work with students and families around the world. All right, your question today was, what are the podcasts that you're listening to? And if you've listened to Fresher at Five, my podcast at all, um, you'll know that I listen to a number of podcasts on a regular basis, but I also listen to some one-off podcasts. That's how I came to Ignite EdTech Podcasts. So some of my top five that I listen to on a regular basis are Teachers on Fire podcast with Mr. Tim Cavey. I listen to We Got Tech, the podcast with Eric Geis and Nick Johnson. I also listen to Lindsay Titus from the Define University podcast as she talks about you and being a better you. I also listen to the Good News, Brad News show um, with Brad Hughes out of Ontario, Canada. And one last recommendation for you would be, drum roll please, and I'm thinking so that I you know, make it a good one because I listen to a lot of good podcasts would be to listen to the Teach Better Talk podcast with um, Ray and Jeff. Thanks. One last thing for July 8th, 2021, as I'm out here wrapping up delivering papers on this beautiful sunny day here, I took in episode 196, I believe, of Teachers on Fire podcast as Tim Cavey interviewed Charles Williams, who is a building principal in Illinois and uh, has shared his story about um, equity and about uh, struggle and his joy for doing what he's doing with education. So thank you, Charles, for sharing your story with Teachers on Fire and this community that listens here. And Tim, thanks for uh, sharing Charles' story. It's been a bit, but uh, you've been quite busy. And I'm glad to hear and see you back in the podcast uh, arena right now, uh, getting these interviews out. Appreciate you guys, and thanks so much. And uh, just a little tidbit, I may have a special guest on Fresh Air at Five later this week, so just stay tuned. All right, that's my little tidbit. Have a great day, everybody. Bye. Hey, PLN Friday, July 9th, 2021, and I'm just out here for fresh air at five. It's a beautiful morning right now, and the sun's coming up behind me, and uh, I'm enjoying the fresh air and peace and quiet right now. And in that peace and quiet, I've been listening to episode 76 of um, 
My EdTech Life with Fonz, as Fonz brings us an enthusiastic, passionate, um, just full of life and joy in what he does. He brings us Mario the Maker Magician, and that's his hashtag on, or that's his handle on Twitter. And Mario, I want to just say, I'm just walking along here, and I've got three or four people I need to share this episode with because of the passion that you talk about creativity and uh, more people than that because of creativity because I'm a creative I am not a fine artist or a dancer or things like that I am not a magician but in my way I create and we need to recognize that in ourselves that we do create in our own way and you've told a story uh, that we're getting to listen to on uh, My Tech Life with Fonz as you talk about your journey of struggle and challenge and getting to the space where you're at now. And you know what? I think it's really important that we all take time to reflect on that journey. Where have we been? Where have we been a long time ago? Where have we been in our high school education? Where have we been in university or college or right after high school or working in a, you know, getting into careers right away? And where have we been in gotten through that has brought us to the place that we are today. Our history makes us who we are. History is one of those things that we don't like to study because it makes us uncomfortable because it shows us things about how we behaved and society behaved and did things. But we need to look at that and go, that's who we are and where can we go from here? So inspired I am. Yes, for sure. Thanks, Mario. Appreciate it. I'm going to have to take a look at your book and see what I can do about growing maker in me. Bye-bye. One more thing for July 9th, 2021. I just listened to the Easy Ed Tech podcast with Dr. Monica Burns. And thank you, Monica, for bringing on episode 119, I think, maybe 116. I can't remember. But uh, you brought on Dr. Mina Jo Blazy, and she and you talked about girls and supporting girls in STEM education and how STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math has been predominantly a male-dominated area and field. And uh, I just want to say that I see a shift. I see it changing. I see that it is changing from my perspective that there are girls getting more into science, technology, engineering, and math. And it is difficult for girls to do that because of the stereotypical jobs we've had in the past. But as the old guard moves along, I believe that the new guard, our generation, myself and yourself, are pushing hard for more inclusion of gender roles in these places. And uh, that we need to be open-minded because as a scientist, I worked in a science and chemistry lab uh, before I was a teacher. Half of the colleagues that I worked with were female in the chemistry and synthetic chemistry and biology areas. So I just want to say that I'm seeing it, that it's happening, but we, as we talked about, as you talked about in this episode, need to check our own biases about roles in education and learning and careers, uh, also to uh, you know engage in with imagination and allow students to imagine in your classroom so that they can grow in their understanding of how they do what they do, as well as you know who are the role models that we bring forward 
to uh, share. And so this year, if I brought only female role models to my classes to talk about design and creativity and ed tech and things like that, then there would be a bias that I am presenting that it's all about females. And it's not true. It's about all of us. And so thank you, Monica Challenging. Thank you, Dr. Mina Joe Blazy, for your thoughts. Hey, PLN, it is July 10th, 2021. The time is 4.51 in the morning, and I am waiting for a special guest here for Fresh Air at 5. We'll catch up with them in a moment, and we're going to get on our walk, and we're going to record and listen to some podcasts and do some reflection. Talk to you soon. All right, Bye. so this is my guest uh, on my walk this morning, Tim Cavey, Mr. Teacher's on Fire himself. And That's right, in the house. In the house. And so as we're walking along this morning, we listened to episode 74 um, of Define University podcast with Lindsay Titus, and she had guests on Nilmini Ratwada Henstridge, and uh, she they were talking about um, Nilmini's journey uh, into education from being a young child, having her classroom in her bedroom with her stuffies all the way until she got to high school as when she'd moved to Canada and had a like her world turn upside down and she started working in the uh, preschool nearby as a, a substitute teacher at lunchtime and that was fantastic Nilmini to hear your story and thank you for sharing your story one thing that I picked up and I'll ask Tim this in a moment here um, one thing that I picked up out of this is about finding joy in your daily that daily joy, what, what excites you about your daily? There might be hard things you got to go through in your daily, but what brings you joy? And uh, what keeps you up at three o'clock in the morning, wakes you up excited about starting another day? Tim, your thoughts? Yeah, a couple of ideas and takeaways. Thank you, Nomini and Lindsay for an awesome conversation. A couple of ideas. One, Nomini said her mission is to make connections with students that help them understand their potential. And she actually gave a really practical tip there. She said, look for one connecting point with each student, each mm -hmm. term, something that you can use to build that relationship and also something that you can use to integrate into your lessons. So I thought that's a really measurable goal to aim for for every teacher. And yeah, you took a couple of my points. Uh, we were blown away, Nomini, by your journey. Just as a kid, she, she talked about taking notes, for, at least mental notes, maybe journal notes from teachers that she had. One more thing for July 10th, 2021. Continuing our thoughts right now, as we just listened to Define University episode number 74 with Nilmini Ratwada Henstridge. And Tim was continuing, go ahead. You're doing an awesome job on the name, by the way. <laughs> um, and, and then the last thing you mentioned it, Brian, but uh, Nilmini, you talked about investing in the personal side to give more on the professional side. I think often we don't look at it that way. We look at it as sort of, oh yeah, I've got to take care of me just to survive survive and stuff, but bringing the fire into your classroom, being on fire instead of burned out means investing in that personal side. It's actually, think of it as this, you're actually caring for your students by investing in the personal side. And I think a lot of teachers miss that. They think it's just this sort of essential survival mood move, pardon me, to invest in themselves. But actually it's, it's for the benefit of your colleagues, for your students, for everyone in your professional community. That's why we do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's it for this segment. We got one more podcast to listen to on our walk this morning. And uh, this guy, he came out to where I walk. 
It's fantastic. No way. You did. You, you came all the way out <laughs> from where you live to where I, I, where I walk every day. And uh, it's great to have Tim on the pod. So we'll talk to you in a second. One more thing for July 10th, 2021 out here, finishing up Fresh Air at 5 with guest walker Tim Cavey. And uh, we just listened to George Koros um, talk with Debbie Tannenbaum um, of about um, her journey, uh, about being an educator and her learning that she's done. And uh, Debbie, thanks for sharing with George on three questions for educators um, that George has his, sh- his short little podcast. So thanks, George, for that. You've had an influence in my life, George. You know that. And Debbie, I appreciate you and the work you're doing. Got to start reading your book that came. It is summertime. I said I was going to read it, so I got to get on to that. So Tim, your thoughts. Debbie said a couple of great things. Uh, one, and I, I quoted this, she did everything in her power to help me even though she knew she was losing a teacher. I so loved that moment when her, I think it was her principal, someone influential in her world, helped Debbie step out into the next role, take her next professional step. And that is when you know people really, really believe in you, Brian. Yes. Oh, I totally agree. And that happened with me. My uh, principal he believed in me and he released me to be a helping teacher that has advanced my understanding of technology and integration of technology in the classroom hugely and I wouldn't be there without his support. Next thoughts, Tim. Yeah, George, you said something really good and that was that you don't, teachers don't need to feel like they need to be in every space to be a connected educator and that is so good because we've got more and more platforms all the time. You guys talked about uh, Clubhouse and, and there's um, there's Spotify green room and there's always more and more places, but just pick one, pick the one that works for you. I know for my principal, it's Facebook groups. That's what works for her. So whatever it is, just make sure you're connected. Make sure you're exposed to new ideas, new, uh, learning, new encouragement a- every day. And that's going to help you in your practice. So yeah, you don't have to be everywhere at once. Just pick a space, start there. So Tim, what's your primary then? My go-to is still Twitter. Yeah, me too. And George, you got me into Twitter April 2011 at that conference when I signed up. So, all right. And we know George loves Twitter. We know George loves Twitter. (laughs) All right. So thanks, Debbie. Thanks, George. We'll see you guys later and have a fabulous Saturday. Bye-bye. As my one word for 2021 is appreciate, I appreciate you giving me a listen as I've created this podcast experience for you. It's a unique Blinkist or Coles Notes version of the content I take in, like a highlight reel so that you can hopefully find other interesting podcasts you may not have considered before. I've recorded the specific podcast episodes in the show notes for your learning convenience. Please subscribe so you don't miss any of my upcoming episodes. And if you enjoy this podcast and its format, share it with someone else. Tweet about your experience or give it a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Fresh Air at 5 can also be found on Voice Ed Radio. Your voice is right here and on the Education Podcast Network. Podcast for educators, podcast by educators. I hope you have a fantastic day and get some fresh air before the day is out. And take care of yourself because you're worth it.